Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. You can find out more about my work as an intuitive guide and spiritual teacher at karenhager.com. Now then, what does abundance mean to you? A lot of us relate to that word abundance as something that we don't have, but maybe everybody else does. And we might be worried that we're doing something wrong or we're missing something that stops us from being abundant. Maybe we think there's only so much to go around and we somehow missed our chance. Well, Petya Kolobova Burns is my guest today. And she says that we are all beautiful and powerful beyond measure. Our abundance mindset, our inner vision is something that can be unlocked to help change our paths. Are you ready to meet her? Petya Kolobova Burns is an abundance and light activation coach. She guides women to intuitively align with their inner vision. Petya's mission is to empower soulful expansion and full self-expression so women can become unapologetically abundant. She uses her gifts as a certified breathwork facilitator, Reiki practitioner, NLP, and human design practitioner to bring people to the next level. Petya offers classes, retreats, and coaching, and she's the creator of the Unapologetically Abundant podcast. You can find out more about Petya and her work at PetyaKolobova.com. Petya, welcome to Out of the Fog. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for such a beautiful introduction and for choosing this beautiful topic. I'm really, really excited to bring in some light on what true abundance really looks like and feels like today. Well, so what is it that that holds us back from attracting and receiving abundance? What it what stops us? Such a powerful question. And I feel like even just by thinking that there is something that it's stopping us, it's stopping us itself. Huh. You know, it's really about the beliefs that we have. So I feel like we always have to start in checking in with what are our beliefs? What do we like? How would you even describe abundance? Like for each and every person, abundance is going to be something different. For some people, it can be living on the beach. Some people, it can be living on a farm. Some people, it can be doing the work that fulfills you. For some, can be staying at home and be around your family. So I feel like the first thing is really check in what true abundance means to you. What would you do? What would you create? Who would you be if you would feel that there is more than enough, more than enough of everything, more than enough time, more than enough energy, more than enough prosperity. Because so often we think that abundance, it's money, right? Which I always like feel that it's like the cherry on the top, but it's not where it starts. Because we can make a lot of money and still feel unfulfilled. We can still feel empty. And I know because I've been there, I've done that. I feel like I've tried it all so others don't have to. I'm like, let me be the testing bunny. And <laughs> people don't have to do that. But I feel it truly starts with your view world. Like, how do you see the world? What are your beliefs? And it's as easy as look at what are the results you're experiencing right now in your life? How are you feeling when you're waking up in the morning? How are you feeling throughout the day? What are the feelings that you are taking with yourself when you're ending the day? 
And then when you check the results of your life, you get to see what did I believe, what did I feel, and what actions those beliefs created that got me where I am. Because if we believe that there is something out there that it's stopping us, if we believe that we are blocked, if we believe that we are stuck, our mind is going to be looking for those reasons to prove us, yes, you're right, yes, you're right, always feels that whatever we believe, God, universe, source, it's always saying yes to us. Like, I believe I'm stuck. I believe that all men cheat. I believe it's hard to make money doing what you love. Well, you will be getting proofs of that. So looking at your results, looking at your beliefs um, would be like really the first step. And then you get to really ask yourself, like, do I truly want to believe this? What can I choose instead if these beliefs are not life-giving and life-supporting? So that would be the really first step. And um, the next thing I want to do, and I it, it's so beautiful because how you introduce me, I really wanted to share uh, just a tiny bit piece of quote from Marian Williamson because that I feel like it's also the reason why we are not open to receive abundance with ease. Um, and she says in her quote, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frighten us. And that's what I'm really seeing in many people around me, especially the clients, the women that I get to work with. They're not afraid that they cannot do it or they will fail. They're afraid that they're too much. Because especially as women, many of us, when we grew up, we felt that we have to fit certain boxes. We have to like behave a certain way. And I feel like we truly disconnect from our truth and who we are. And if we desire the abundance in our life, you know, after you define it, whatever that is for you, it can be only brought into your life and into the light when you embrace unapologetically about who you really are. You are a masterpiece. There is no one like you, no one in this entire universe with the same blueprint. That's why we need you. We need you to be you. And as long as we're trying to please others, be like everyone else, we're not going to be able to call in and keep the abundance in our lives. So those are my initial thoughts. <laughs> I'm I'm just kind of feeling into what you're saying because it sounds like a part of this is being open to acknowledge our own power and to really look at that in a positive way not um i know when i was growing up i used to hear things like be careful of that mouth in of yours it's going to get you in trouble someday mm-hmm. be careful right keep your thoughts to yourself don't and so we there's a way in which we we do get we get smaller and smaller and smaller and what i'm hearing you say peche is that part of this is to feel into entertain the possibility that we are powerful and then start to feel into that if i'm a masterpiece if there's only one of me and will only ever be one of me how can i live into that power in a way that is healthy and generative and creative and good and maybe that's a place where abundance springs from 
Yes, and, and I love how you describe it because I feel like the moment that you truly realize that you're perfectly made for your purpose, when you stop trying to be like everything and everyone else, and I feel like there is this beautiful fine line between I'm inspired by what people around me are doing and allowing myself to follow my curiosity versus comparing ourselves and thinking that others can succeed, but not us. Like I personally was struggling with it for so many years. Like I felt that I'm not special. Like who would ever listen to me? Who would ever want to work with me? Who would ever invest in me? Like this girl with unpronounceable name from small town, from small country in, you know, Czech Republic. I just, I always saw myself as so little. And then I started to owning my impact. I started to own who I came here to be. And it was not, you know, from day to day, but it was about acknowledging myself and celebrating myself from moment to moment and celebrating those unique things. And, and I feel like it, like true abundance, it's celebration. Like when you feel abundant, when you have more than enough time, more than enough money, more than enough love, more than enough health, you're celebrating it, right? Like you're basking in that. So how can we celebrate it now, even though our life might not be picture perfect? And will it ever be? <laughs> I feel like we come here to evolve and grow and expand and be ex like inspired. And when we are coming for this, it will sometimes take struggle. It will sometimes take disappointments or heartbreaks or betrayals. However, when we acknowledge it's it's a part of the journey and we can alchemize it and change it and shift it from like poor me and everything is happening to me into what can I learn? How can I grow? And how can this help me to serve others from a place of love? Everything will change. You will feel different. And the thing is that when we feel different, we act different. When we act different, we attract different circumstances. We create a different habits and we create completely different life that it's more fulfilling and rich. And there's that. What I love about what you're describing is that it feels like a gradual and healthy process there is sometimes teaching about abundance that says, okay, get out of your head. You got to be in the abundance thing now. Now do exactly what I do and you'll have $30 million in the next five seconds. Okay, hurry up. What? You didn't get the $30 million? Well, then you're terrible. You blew it. You didn't do it well enough. Mm. And I talk to people in my work who get hurt by stuff like that, right? Yeah. They they go from following what everyone else said about them, you're too small, you can't do it, to following someone who says, just follow me and you'll have $30 billion. And then when they don't get the, and so they just switch their allegiance to that $30 billion person. Then when they don't, when it doesn't happen for them, they take that as a as a wound, a sign that they can't be abundant, that it's not for them, that they never should have tried. And so there's a, what I love about what you're teaching is that it doesn't have that harsh edge about it. No. That, and, and like you said, like, I feel like it's so harmful Yeah, you know, when we, I feel like it's like giving our power away and it's, 
I feel like it's so important to look at our life and ask ourselves not exactly what are we doing, but why we are doing that. Like in the past, when I was personally working on my scarcity and small mindedness and going, you know, through depression, anxiety, eating disorder, all of those things, I felt like I was just grasping on other people to like outsourcing my happiness, outsourcing my worthiness, feeling that I, I I just can't do that alone without others. And I'm like, I have to work with this person and invest in this course. But it was from place of desperation because I didn't believe in myself. So if we give our power away to this girl who makes $30 billion and say, do it like me and you will do it. I don't believe that because that goes against you being you and you being unique. Yes. I work with excellent coaches and mentors right now. I'm part of the mastermind, investing in program retreats because I desire to expand. I desire to learn more for myself, for my family. And then it trickles out like, you know, a beautiful overflow to everyone else. I'm not doing it out of desperation. I'm in belief that I'm unique. I came here for a reason. And even if we don't see the reason, like you can feel it within you. Nothing in the universe, it's random. So instead of giving your power away, get inspired. Like I look at my mentor and she has two little gets and she's a seven figure business earner and she is like doing it so eloquently no pushing no forcing you know it's it's so beautiful I love the way she does it so I ask myself what is inspiring me what parts I would like to try in my life and in my business doesn't mean that I will do exactly what she does because if I'm doing exactly what she does it's not going to work for me Anytime I work with women, I bring them back to themselves. It's about understanding self, knowing who you are, knowing your unique journey. And I remember there is this quote that I saw many years ago that like I kept so close to my heart that says, you're on the right path because you're on your path. Mm. It doesn't say you're on the right path because you're following the billionaire. Get inspired and get into your heart and check in with yourself. What is awakening in you? What is making you feel happy to be alive? And then come back to your truth. I cannot imagine my clients doing exactly what I'm doing. It's it's not possible. My desires and my life are different from theirs. So... Even when we get inspired by people who are doing it or achieve certain kind of things, success or relationships or health that we truly deeply desire, you get to check in with yourself. Like, is this my truth? Is this resonating? What pieces are? And and it's just like these beautiful breadcrumbs that life will put in front of you. So take bits and pieces and see what you want to leave and what you want to keep. I love that you're talking about this from a place of freedom and from a place of expansion, right? That energy of desperation and the energy of scarcity and the way that I think about it and teach about it is that love always expands, fear contracts, right? So when I'm in scarcity, when I'm in fear, 
when I'm in desperation, when I'm in addiction or compulsion, or I'd better do this or it's all going to fall apart. That contracts and contracts and contracts until finally I get everything gets so small and tight and dark that it's hard to see anything other than more small, tight, dark. And what I hear you saying, Petya, is that from a place of freedom, from a place of knowing ourselves, from a place of allowing ourselves to even explore what our desires, I think some of us have never allowed ourselves to think about what do we want? And I don't just mean like, I want a pony, I want a chateau in France, but what do we want? How do we want to feel? What? How do we want our lives to be? We don't take time to even ask ourselves what we want because it may be at some level we think we're not allowed to. Absolutely. And and I feel like it all comes through conditioning, you know, mm. and I do deeply believe that our parents just did the best they could with the knowledge they had, the tools they had. It's not like they had us and purposefully wanted to damage us, right? Mm. Um, and I feel like the way many of us were raised, we're not very conscious. And we were hurt along the journey. Like even you were describing, you know, in the beginning of the the show, like what we were told and how it might have affected us. And even if it's not like directly we being told something, the stories that we make up in our minds when we are little, the meanings that we give to things. And sometimes we never check in if that is still truth so through the conditioning of others I feel like it's so important to come back to yourself and there are so many beautiful tools like some of them that I'm using in in my business it's um, like breath work or kundalini activation process human design all of these things and modalities are bringing you back to yourself they're bringing you back to your truth to remember who you came here to be and create a life that is true to you. Because if you're just checking off the list of other people's expectations, you will be never fulfilled. And that's what I did. Most of my life, I did all the right things, went to the school and got married and, and you know, did all the things, checking off the list. And I never felt right. It never felt right to me because it wasn't my way. So we get to create life that is true to us from our heart. And that's everybody's birthright. Mm -hmm. I believe that's part of what we're here in Earth School to do. Um, that it's about the experiences we have and the growth that we undertake and the depth of our connection with what I would call spirit or source or God or whatever it is, mm -hmm. that this is part of what we're here to do and that allowing ourselves to know ourselves unapologetically, to take your word, is part of what grows us and helps us expand, helps us get into that field of possibility where there is always more. Mm -hmm. Yes. Imagine if every single morning we wake up with a heart open to possibilities versus waking up in the morning and just going back into that comes to wheel, you know, of doing and achieving and proving ourselves. If you can just wake up in the morning and really check in with yourself, like, who am I choosing to be today? What is possible today? It shifts your vibration. It shifts how you're feeling. And 
with it's such a beautiful world the 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 word the possibility because anything it's truly possible like we don't have it all figured out and that means that anything it's actually possible how do you in your very busy life how do you make space make time to look at those possibilities to nurture yourself what if you're comfortable sharing what spiritual practice and self-care helps keep you in an abundant path i love that question and one thing that i want to bring in karen is like people look at me and they think i'm busy but i'm not (laughs) Ah. i am very selective in where am i investing my energy in when i started my um, journey as an entrepreneur seven years ago i was very busy i had like four side hustles and always keeping myself busy and I burn out physically, emotionally, spiritually, I was just in ashes. And so I had to learn to balance the feminine and the masculine and step into the allowing and really learn to circulate the abundance and the goodness in the world. So that meant um, delegating, hiring team. At the beginning, I was doing everything by myself, but even just asking for help. It's so beautiful so we can stay in our zone of genius. So people look at me because, you know, I'm right now, you know, as we are recording this, I'm pregnant and, you know, we just moved from Mexico to Loom into our dream home and I'm running multiple six-figure business and, you know, having my own podcast show and doing interviews and summits and people like think that I'm busy and I work two to three days a week, just like literally couple few hours a week and I'm so thankful that I created around me the support system and the team so I can stay in that higher vibration so I can stay in that energy of possibilities so I'm not as busy as it looks like mm-hmm. <laughs> I am very selective and you know for me I would rather lay in hammock and just read a book or just be napping recharging myself then pushing myself to do things that I should you know I feel like I should so that's around the business and the second part you know how I um, like what are my my practices for me every single morning I make sure that it feels sacred that I start my day feeling expansive and 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 being in gratitude And it doesn't matter if you have five minutes or two hours because I love having like flowy morning and usually, well, now in pregnancy, I'm up at like 3 a.m. But yeah, I stay in bed, but normally I get out from bed like at like 6, 7 a.m. with no alarm. Like my body just like, you know, when do I feel like getting up? I meditate every single day. I do affirmations. I do um, stretches. Um, I make sure that I connect with my senses. I connect with my body. I connect with water. I either take bath or shower, like really very feminine activities. I don't even want to say activities. It's just like being in my beingness. And then I love journaling. And there are different like ways depending on what's on my heart. I can do journaling in like manifesting, gratitude, um, like bringing in things like what am I calling in now um and like every single day always starts with a gratitude it's just where I am and where my heart is before like even my 
feet hit the ground. And then um, we have a beautiful morning like routine with my husband when we like juice a celery, do heavy metal detox smoothies, we do lemon waters with honey. Um, and it's beautiful. Like, and, and I'm finding myself now also like bringing in creativity, like baking or cooking in the morning. And then I start my like day, like connecting with the world after I connected with myself. I step into that masculine energy of looking at my messages, answering to my clients. Ideally, it's a nice weather and I'm walking outside or I'm in our beautiful backyard. So I'm in that, you know, beautiful energy. And I'm in my masculine for a few hours, like doing interviews or my clients calls, entering my clients, working with my team on like future projects. And then in the afternoon, I step into back into the feminine, into the allowing and receptivity. Mm-hmm. So what am I allowing myself to receive? I allow myself to receive a massage or shower or delicious meal and I'm completely present to it or just cuddles with my dog or husband. It's going into that receptive mode so we don't end up the day in like go, go, go. Mm-hmm. That really helps me to stay grounded and open to any possibility. So It's like this flow, like feminine, masculine, because if we don't step into the masculine, we won't get anything done. Trust me, been there. (laughs) And then back into the feminine, when you soften up, when you receive, when you celebrate the deliciousness of life. And even if there is times that we get to be like dealing with life and, you know, adulting and we don't love it, still it's celebration because you're alive and you can do these things. So instead of of like oh I have to do this or that it's like wow I get to do this I get to pay my bills because I do have a house because I do have an internet because I do have a warm running water it's so beautiful when we can shift that energy around it so that's like what I create every day and then what I do in those um, times can be just different depending on how am I feeling Mm -hmm. I love that because I'm hearing the allowing and sacred space that it's not so much about um, that. It's about what you're allowing yourself to experience the warmth of the water, the flow of the morning, Mm -hmm. the time outside, right? It's, it's not about things. It's about how do I feel and how Mm -hmm. does it flow and how do I honor myself by creating this time in my schedule for listeners who are, and I know we're just up at the end of our time together for listeners who are wondering how to begin. If they're listening to this and saying, well, that sounds fine for you lady, but I don't feel abundant. Mm. I don't know where to start. I'm, I'm in scarcity. I'm stuck here. Is there something you can offer to help that person start this journey of beauty and allowing and power? Mm, I love the question, you know, and honestly, I've been there when I felt like nothing was working out the way I planned or the way I thought. And there is always abundance around us. You just get to really choose to see that even if nothing is working, you can always go to the nature. Like nature, it's such a reminder of abundance. Like, look at how many leaves are there. Look at like, I had to like, when I was in feeling in scarcity, I just like went to the nature, I went to the park, I grabbed my journal just to get out of my mind. So 
I feel like it's start to celebrate any kind of abundance you have. Maybe you have a great support. Maybe you have a great family. Maybe you have a good health. Maybe you have a car to drive. Maybe you're not living under the bridge and you have a warm bed to be in. Maybe you can have a warm water. So it's so interesting. Like we can have nine things going well or okay in our life. And one thing it's like so heavy weighing on us that we're focusing on that. And our energy, it's like bringing all the nine things into that one. So we get to shift it. Like grab yourself a journal and start writing a positive aspect about the things like what is working. Even if it's just like, I can breathe on my own. I can walk on my own. Like these are things that we take for granted. And, you know, like a couple of years ago, my grandma had stroke. And when I saw how many things she couldn't do after she was like such an active being, you know, it made me really reflect on how many things we take for granted. So start celebrating any single thing that you can. Like, I don't believe that you're listening to this show and there is nothing you can celebrate. Nothing, you know? So start celebrating what is knowing that that feeling of celebration and focusing on the goodness will, will bring even more goodness into your life. So celebrations seeing what is good and then being really honest with yourself like look at the things and look at the contrast if there is something in your life you don't want well what do you want instead mm. you know so for example in the past I you know my my stepfather my grandfather my ex-partners they were all cheaters and I knew that I can't stand that and so I said I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm in loving, loyal relationship with a man who is healthy and supportive and adores me. And I was writing these things down before I ever experienced those things. Huh. And now I'm happily married with my husband for five years. We are together and our love is blossoming. And I'm not saying everything is perfect, butterflies and rainbows. It's life. And... I am living my prayers. I am living those things that I once wrote in my journal. I'm so happy and grateful now. And just fill in the blank of what do you truly deeply desire. Actually, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Thank you. Absolutely. And like I said, thank you so much for creating this beautiful space. I feel like it's such a safe place that people can come and tune in and see the hope and see the inspiration and receive such a beautiful knowledge on what to do next. Thank you. We've been talking with Petya Kolobova-Burns. Um, you can find out more about her and her work at PetyaKolobova.com. I'm getting ready to spell. Are you ready? It's P-E-T-I-A-K-O-L-I. B-O-V-A dot com, dot com. And of course, you're always welcome at KarenHager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private intuitive session with me there if you're so inclined. And the fun continues over on Instagram where I'm Fog City Psychic. There's more out of the fog content. There's occasional pictures of Maisie the dog. You can see the jigsaw puzzles I'm working on. There may even be knitting over there. So Fog City Psychic on Instagram. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing.
Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. <laughs>